Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession-proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Coach Lois here with another live amazing guest on Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. If this is your first time tuning in, maybe on the live or even the replay in iTunes or YouTube, my name is Coach Lois. I'm a sales trainer, podcaster who's passionate about bringing amazing health experts, wealth experts, and and, and experts who have a unique wisdom like my guest today. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun. So if you're tuning in, you know the drill. Uh, if you're in the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise community, go ahead and comment below, hashtag live and where you're tuning in from. And if you're on the replay, go ahead and also comment below, hashtag replay. And if you haven't joined the community already, what are you waiting for? Um, come on in. The water's warm. You can go to healthyandwealthyandwise.com and the Facebook community link is there. That way you can actually tune in live, meet our amazing guests inside of the community and get to ask them questions. So you're going to learn some really great stuff from Frank Egan here today. He's going to be talking about franchising and I'm going to go ahead and introduce you, Frank, because we got so much to cover and I hope you guys that are out there tuning in are taking notes. And if you see value, please hit the share button um, so that you can share this amazing wisdom with other people. So Frank's all the way on the East Coast. I was actually introduced to him by one of my clients. He's the founder of AmSpirit Business Connections. He's an amazing, amazing connector of people. I know this firsthand, and he's an expert on professional networking. And I know you have a huge heart, Frank, and we've talked about how this pandemic has changed, you know, the world of networking. So I'd love for you to share, um, how did you become such an amazing connector of people and, and being so successful at what you do? Well, let me clarify, uh, when you're in California, everything east of the Rockies is the East Coast. I'm in Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> which is somewhat inland. Um, Diane connected. Is that She's on the East Coast. Yeah, What's okay. That? I was yeah, going to say, is that, that considered the Mideast or whatever? I don't know, Middle East, yeah, uh, Ohio. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. It's all relative, right? If you're in Nebraska, it's like out east. But for us, it feels like the Midwest. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for having me on the program. This is great. I've really been looking forward to this. Um, I was excited when Diane had connected us. And uh, um, anyhow, um, yeah, my background, I live in Columbus, Ohio. I came here to go to law school. I have a law degree. I have an MBA from Ohio State University. And I kind of was in this world of get more degrees, do well in school, you'll have your future. And I, I left school. I got a great job as a tax consultant with a really big firm. It was a good job. It was good pay. It was good everything. But I mentioned the word taxes, right? I didn't want to do taxes for the rest of my life. So I decided to leave and go into private practice. And the funny thing happened when I went into private practice. And the funny thing was that nothing happened. I had no idea how to get clients. 
And it's especially complicated for an attorney because we're not really allowed to call people. Um, you kind of have to wait for the phone to ring. There was no social media or anything. So through a couple of conf- uh, conversations, I was introduced to an organization similar to BNI. People are familiar with BNI. Many people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring together entrepreneurs, sales reps, and professionals to learn about each other. And there was a brand new chapter they were starting, and I was invited in, and it immediately made total sense to me that I could lift my whole world up by helping other people and just trusting that they would do that in return. And, and it makes, it really made a lot of sense because, you know, Lois, I'm getting to know you and I'm going to connect you and I like you and I will talk you up and I will be excited about talking you up all day long. If I self-promote for five minutes, if I self-promote for five minutes, I'm exhausted. And that's just human nature. Um, and so the you know, just the whole notion of helping other people and getting something in return just made so much sense for me. So I was this attorney in this chapter, and I'll make a really long story short. Um, after about four or five years, I bought the organization, an opportunity. I bought the organization, rebranded it as Amspirit Business Connections, and really changed my life in the sense that I wasn't practicing law anymore. I had bought this business. It was really kind of just an investment. Um But as a part of that, I really became a student of networking and professional relationships and the science behind it and why the things we do work or don't work. Um, You know, and so I'm, you know, I'm, I love talking about just all the things that networking and relationships can do for us or not having them don't do for us. So that's my background. I love it. I love it. And you and I are of the same mind of, of giver's gain or, or, you know, giving, you know, before you receive and supporting and, and encouraging one another. I know I've had different meetings with people online this year where people were depressed. They were, you know, feeling the, the, the pain of not social, you know, face-to-face, belly-to-belly networking. I know it was really hard for me because I was never online before the pandemic. So how have you seen... Right through Am Spirit, and also you've got decades of experience in other um, referral, we'll call them networking organizations. How have you seen the, the pandemic shift that in, in Am Spirit? And maybe tell a little bit more about specifically what Am Spirit is too, so people understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just quickly, Am Spirit is an organization that's very similar to BNI. The founder of the organization I bought, which I basically inherited everything with it, um, was acquainted with Ivan Meisner. And I think I had a lot of the same views on networking and putting a group together, one per category, meeting every week. Um, you know, there are some differences we won't get into, but just in, in a gist, it's a membership-based organization. Um, how, you know, things I've seen, it's really been interesting. If I'm being totally honest, there was a moment of panic the day that everybody started locking down. It's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I've got a very face-to-face business. What happens? Um, and that moment of panic panic was about 3 a.m. I'm just waking up and just kind of not being able to catch my breath. And and I was am, I was amazingly surprised by the entrepreneurial type. Even if they're sales reps working for somebody, they figured out a way. And it didn't take a whole lot of suggesting. Let's all get on Zoom. Let's make it happen. And, and small business types, and it's probably a lot of the people um, – a lot of the people you have on this program are entrepreneurial types. Um, mm-hmm. They figure out a way. They figure out a way. I saw massage therapists figuring out a way. You know what? 
I can't give massages right now, but I can sell gift certificates and prepare for when this ends. Um, I'm mm -hmm. going to figure out a way. And a lot of people really rallied around one another. And so there was some of what you're talking about, people who were depressed. And I had a few people call me. I had one guy call me and said, Frank, would it be okay if I quit? Just, just let, you know, I just want to leave for a while. And I'll come back. And I just kind of gathered myself and I said, you know, Pete, the, the, the technical answer is yes, you can. But let me tell you what I'm thinking. Damn it, you can't. <laughs> Do not leave. You cannot leave the organization. If it's about money, I will pay your dues, you know, but do not leave. You need people. You need people right now more than anything. Do not isolate. And he's like, he, uh, he called me two months later and he says, I'm really glad I didn't. I'm really glad I didn't. And it's, you know, it's, it was, it, it was a good thing not doing it. Um, so uh, I guess to answer your question, I, I, I'm sure there are people out there who've had a bad time of it. Most entrepreneurs, it hasn't been great. It's been a challenge. I think we've all worked harder than we ever have. Um, but we can pat ourselves on the back and say, hey, we survived this and uh, we're better for it. That's awesome. That's so awesome. And how, how if people are out there and they're, they're not maybe networking or figuring out how to do that, where do they start? How do you advise them? Is it on LinkedIn? Is it in networking groups? Uh, I know there's there's some face-to-face, belly-to-belly out there happening. How would you go about supporting someone who's, who's maybe struggling with this right now? I get these questions all the time. Um, you know, what do, mainly people in transition. What do I need, need to do to get starting? And it's really akin to the person who's been married for 30 years and all of a sudden they found themselves, find themselves single. You know, geez, I haven't dated in all this time. Now what? Um, and... You know, what I tell people is find something you're passionate about and go volunteer. Yeah, I mean, you can get on LinkedIn, um, but I mean, just that, that initial step forward, find something you're passionate about and go volunteer because a couple of things will happen. Um, first of all, people will, uh, people will see that you're doing it. And, and we humans, we're really not a lot different than the human beings that were on this planet 50,000 years ago. That same DNA is rolling through our veins. And there was a high, there was a big premium in back in the day on helping other people. And we're always looking out for those sorts of things, very subconsciously, who's doing what. And when you're out there volunteering, people are going to see it. But the other thing that's going to happen from that is, is that you're not going to be doing it alone. You're going to be doing it with other people, even if it's virtual, you're going to be doing it with other people who've come out of their little corner of the world to support the same thing that you're supporting. And you don't even have to talk about yourself. All you need to do is serve and they'll figure it out. They'll, who's this lowest person? Let me look her up online. Let me figure it out. Oh, wow. You know, she's, she does all these things. Um, and you never have to talk about it. You can, but you never really have to. Um, and I know because when I get out and volunteer, I really don't talk about what it is that I do. Mm. People figure it out. They just figure I it out. I love that. I mean, you're, you're hitting all of my favorite buttons because a lot of people, that's why I call myself a sales coach and a sales trainer, um, because a lot of people don't like that word. <laughs> and, 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 and sales is service. So what you're talking about is be of service, show people your heart, show people yeah. You know, it's not all about the money. It's not all about the business. And um, that's such a powerful, a uh, great reminder. And there's so many people who, who could use that message right now, because I think sometimes we get in our own way. At least I do. 
um, where we might feel sorry for ourselves. I've, I've had it. I've had it multiple times during the pandemic. And there's a phrase that I have, Frank, that I think you, you are a, an exemplary model of this is, is when in doubt, reach out, reach out to someone yeah. who could use a, a positive smile, reach out to someone who could use a, Hey, how are you? Or volunteer, like you said. So that's a great, great advice. And I want to give a shout out to some of our amazing, amazing guests out there. We got Sean Waite. <laughs> he's always got something. He's, he's, he's in the smoky Hastings, Minnesota. Um, we also have uh, Janet Ruby Martin from uh, Missouri, another Southern Southern gal, and then Elizabeth, who is right here in the Southern California desert. And she actually said something that maybe you can speak to. And thanks, Elizabeth, for being transparent. Is she lost one of her artisan businesses with the pandemic and is struggling to keep her business, um, jewelry business, going by selling online? Do you have any words of wisdom with your connecting? talents and your background in, in professional referral-based organizations for her? Yeah. I mean, you know, some of it's based in networking and some of it's just based in, uh, in just perseverance. Don't quit. Um, keep after it. I'm not saying you, you might have to take a job to make ends meet and people do what they need to do, but, you know, find, you know, Find communities out there to be involved with. And I'm not saying you need to be salesy about it, but there are lots of communities. I mean, like you have a podcast community. So there are a lot, many of us that come in and we learn from each other. Um, and there are other people out there who are doing similar things to what she is doing. Get into those communities. And she might run up against other people who are doing jewelry and things that are quasi-competitive. But she may also run into other people who are doing things that are similar, but not the same. Um, I call mm -hmm. it running in the same circle, selling something totally different and, you know, just kind of getting out there and, and, and not just there to be selling, but again, it gets back to this whole notion of we grew up in these tribes or these clans where you had to contribute and everybody was kind of watching one another. Okay. Who's doing what? And so when you're out there and you're contributing to other people, again, like with your podcast group, you know, you're contributing to this. Everyone can see you're a giver. Everyone can see other people within that group uh, uh, is a giver. Um, people are attracted to that and they, and they want to help those people, even if they haven't been directly helped in the beginning. Uh, they want to they serve those people. Um, so, you know, just keep after it and just look to, look to build relationships with people. And I want to give a shout out to, I know we, we can't see the, the picture, but we have Jeff Metzger here. I believe he's got to be a friend of yours, Frank. Um, and then oh, I, I, I know Jeff, I wouldn't call him a friend. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do love, uh, Bob Berg. I think she's talking about, um, the, uh, the author of the go-giver. Um, yep, that's, uh, Sarah Elkins. Again, sorry. StreamYard doesn't always see your name or your, your face. So you're just known as the, the Facebook user. Um, but thank you for the reminder of that. Um, reading that book. I just, I've heard that book now twice this week. I have a friend in who is on speaking on my summit coming up this fall. He actually keeps the, the book by Bob Berg, the go-giver um, on his desk to remind himself that it's about giving first and then receiving. Yeah. Would you, He's would you agree? He, oh yes. And you know what? A, a shout out to Bob. Um, and if you haven't had him on your, if you have not had him on your show and you'd like him, I would advise you just to reach out and say hello and ask him because he is one of the most gracious people on the planet, on the planet, not planet, on the planet. I know a lot of people who are in that networking space and 
they talk a lot, but they don't walk their talk. Bob Berg walks his talk. He's an amazing guy. He lives his book. So um, my little, my little tip awesome. to you. Well, how awesome. Thank you. How does one become a connector? Uh, I, I, I love, um, I, I've seen it firsthand how you so graciously connected me with people. Um, and I do believe that it's not what, you know, it's who, you know, right. Yeah. You uh, could be the best, uh, you know, artisan or, or, you know, have the best jewelry. You can have yeah. the, the best, whatever, uh, podcast or business or whatever you're selling can be amazing, but it's really about those connections that can, can make or break your business. So how did you become such a great connector? Well, you know, I, my advice to people um, is, you know, you, you need to get up out of your chair. That's the first thing. You need to get out there and you need to be amongst people. There's a, there's a great study out there. Well, it's not really a great study, but it's from Harvard. And they basically showed that people who isolate, people who are lonely tend to not live as long. It's a sad story, but loneliness as, is as detrimental as obesity or smoking. And so you need to get out there and you need to get, be with other people. Um, and you need to find a way to give to other people. It's not about getting, you need to find a way to give to other people. I, you know, go back to Bob Berg, it was one of, in one of his earlier books, he talks about, you know, really the, what I'll call the seeds of altruism is really just being thoughtful, um, simple things. I'm going to park a little further away from the door. You know, I know I never, you know, I go shopping. I never park by the door. I'll park a ways away. I, I always joke and say, I'll just save those spots for the old people. Um, even though I'm probably closing in, on being one of those old people. Um, but taking a few extra minutes and holding the door open for somebody. Uh, those are the simple things of starting to be thoughtful. But even when you're having a conversation with people to stop and just think, okay, how, what way can I serve this person? Or how can this person serve somebody else I know? Mm. And just kind of ask yourself those questions. You know, the, and I know that seems counterintuitive to people who are out there kind of selling. It's like, well, I got to get my stuff out there. The reality is this, is if, if you create a relationship with people where you're helping them, there'll always be the opportunity later mm. to come back and sell and, and, and refer, if that makes sense. I love that. When... Yep. Yep. It does. You were breaking up a little bit. So I don't know if your internet um, might be uh, slowing down, but uh, I just wanted to let you know that in case, in case there is, you're good. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yep. I'd love for you and I'm going to, I'm going to put this up on the screen. I'd love for you to talk uh, more about Am Spirit, as you are such a great franchise uh, owner and you are looking for other franchisees all over the country to help, you know, connect people to help people build their business by referral, which I still do. I have an affiliate tribe. I prefer good quality referral introductions. It's a higher, higher close ratio. I've probably done most of my business, 80 to 9% of it by a referral. Um, that's why when the pandemic hit right away, I knew I had to come up with an affiliate program. Um, so talk more about the M Spirit franchisee opportunity. Yeah, we're, we, we are expanding. We're looking to do it through franchising. Um, and it's a unique franchise opportunity in a, in a couple ways. One, it's as franchises goes, it's relatively inexpensive. Um, it's, 
to, to own a franchise is only ten thousand uh, dollars, which I know I know ten thousand dollars is a lot of money. Um, I don't have it in my pocket, but as franchises go, it's very inexpensive, um, and it you know covers decades of being involved in the organization. Uh, but the other unique thing about it is that it's really designed for somebody to add on to what they're already doing. All my franchisees do something else for a couple hours in the morning, a few mornings a week. They're working with you know their chapters. Um, and they're starting multiple chapters. The rest of the time, they are website designers, they're realtors, they're coaches, consultants of various kinds. Um, and uh, it really kind of runs the gamut. Financial advisors, I, you know, I can't, I can't even keep, keep up with all the different things that people do. But the interesting thing is, is that not only do they earn revenue by creating these chapters and helping empower these members, but they also um, they also get referrals out of it, so it really kind of grows their business in two ways. It's kind, of, it's kind of a neat opportunity. That is so cool. So anywhere in the country, is it? Do they have to be online, or can they be in person, or what are you doing now in this new this world that we're living in today? Yeah, if somebody bought a franchise, they would be a franchisee in a particular area, particular community. Um, but there are some people, some of my franchisees who are building chapters uh, um, that are virtual only. They'll meet virtually every week, but then they'll have lunch assignments and do socials in, in person. So it's, you know, we're, you know, many of these groups are getting back in person um, and people like that. But there are some people this has really opened the, you know, the pandemic has really kind of opened the door for us to think outside the box. Um, I mean, I've, I've used Zoom, I've used, I, you know, I've, I'm accustomed to these things. I've used them for podcasting. If, you know, for me, it was just like, okay, that's what that tool is for. What the pandemic has taught us is that these tools, Zoom and StreamYard, there's really a lot of applications for them and let's, you know, make good use of it. Awesome. I love it. Um, and I, I guess this is an important thing that I feel like is a, a lost art and it's not necessarily natural is how does one find a referral for someone in a networking group? Or even if you're not in a networking group, how do you, how do you make that introduction? And, but how do you even find that right referral for that person? Yeah. And that's, that's a really good question. And I don't know that there's one answer to it. The, you know, one of the things that, you know, we talk about is, is that people do business and this is not something we've invented. It's just human nature. People do business with, with individuals that they know they like, and they trust. You need those things. If they don't know you, they're not going to refer you. If they don't like you, they're not going to refer you. If they don't trust you, they're not going to refer you. Um, but once that relationship's in place, the other thing that needs to happen is, is that person needs to, they need to be able to recognize opportunities for other people. So if you're looking to give a referral to someone or you're looking for someone to give you a referral, you need to invest the time in getting people to understand really what you're looking for. Um, and don't be generic about it. Well, I'm a realtor, I sell houses. It's that simple. No, don't tell me what you do. Tell me when you do it. Hey, if you know of somebody who's living in an apartment and they, a couple and they've just had a baby, that's a when. You know, if you know somebody just married off their last child, they don't need that four bedroom, three bath house anymore. That's a when, you know, and there's a whole litany of those. And every 
business, every profession has what I call these wins, where they can start to talk about the various things that they can uh, uh, they can let other people know. Um, and so, if you, when you're out there working with your part, your business partners, in fact, I had this conversation yesterday with the guy. I told he, he was very generic about it. I won't get into it, um, but he was very generic about it. I said, you know, it'd be really helpful if you give me a couple stories of current clients you're working with. I don't need a long story, but just kind of give me a just give me a rundown so I kind of know the size of business and things that you're doing. And that will help my brain latch on to potential opportunities for you. Or when I hear of something, think of you. I love that. That reminds me of the reticular activator system. The RAS is if you facts tell stories sell. So if you can paint a picture for that person, they have a blank canvas. They don't know what they don't know. But if you, if you bring a story or the last best customer testimonial testimonials, like anybody listening, if you don't have enough testimonials, like on your landing page, your opt-in page, your, um, your, your website, or even, even LinkedIn recommendations, right? Those, those go a long ways and people will then reach out to you. So I don't know if you have anything else to add about the importance of uh, testimonials and leveraging those for referrals. Well, I I think they're important uh, with respect to, with respect to networking, when somebody makes an introduction, what we're really doing is borrowing their trust. I mean, there are people who are knocking on doors and making cold calls all the time, and they, they see business as A to B. I'm A, I got to get to B and make the sale. And the reality is, is nobody knows you there. They don't, they don't know anything about you. They don't trust you. And so the gatekeeper or the person is just not going to engage in you. And really what networking is about is about A to C to D to E to F to G, and then an introduction to B. Um, because when G introduces you to be, they've already got that relationship and saying, you know, I'll pick on Jeff Metzger. Jeff Metzger is a great guy. You should talk to Jeff. Huh? That's funny. He's been, he's been cold calling me for years. You know, I guess I'll talk to him because you say I should talk to him. Uh, it's just amazing what those things will do. And so, you know, it's, it's important that we, it's important that we do these things and get other people to introduce us. And we introduce other people because we can share our trust with them. And I, I want to, uh, here's a question from the audience, at least Elizabeth, I think you were asking this question um, and I, I want to answer it, but then I would love your answer, Frank, you know, and I, I'm teaching a lead generation challenge, you guys, in August. And one of the things I talk about in there is how, and she's asking, how do you find the people to support the tribe? Well, you and I are doing it right now. It's yeah. OPA, other people's audiences, getting on podcast, getting your name out there through your dream 100 right? Those, those top influencers that you can reach out to like, heck yeah, I'm going to be reaching out to Bob Berg and uh, <laughs> getting him on my show. And that, 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 that's a share of an exchange of, of energy, but then it, it piques people's curiosity as well. So if you can find those otherwise known as um, the golden gooses, that's what I mean by the dream 100, where they, they have your customer, they have the people that also could be in your tribe frank and i are are sharing i guess you could call it opt other people's tribes right now you have people on listening who love you i have people on listening i think you guys love me right yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) i say that humbly and graciously and with gratitude but that's how you build a tribe faster right getting those golden gooses well the other thing i would speak to with with respect to that is 
Um, and I remember back in my days in college, I was in a fraternity and we would have these parties. And the day after the party, if I said, I was president of the fraternity, if I said, listen, let's get this place cleaned up. Parents are going to be here this afternoon. It would never get done. But if I stopped and I pointed somebody out, I'm like, hey, Dave, would you please vacuum the carpet? You know, Todd, would you move the furniture back? By doing that and asking specifically people, they would be accountable to it as opposed to asking everybody. So I see people out there trying to build tribes and they're just firing stuff out and firing stuff out. And my advice would be to individually ask people how they can support what you're trying to do. Paint a vision for them, number one, and then and then explain how that vision is going to support them because then they'll get behind it. You know, the way to get to a thousand people in your tribe, you, you got to have five first and then six. Well, you guys, you got to start with two, right? And so many people are like, oh, you know what? I'm only at 10. I'm quitting. You know, you, you've, you've got to be at 10 and you've got to go to 11. They're not just all going to show up in a bus. Um, so just take it one step at a time. Yeah, it took me. My Facebook group is in a great example. And now I'm starting another one. I wanted to build a tribe to a thousand. And, and admittedly, it, it took me longer because I didn't focus on it. You also got to focus on it, guys, yeah. and really, really have a, a, like you said, that vision and sharing it every single day, every single conversation. And of course, in your messaging. Well, I'd love for you. I know it's it's amazing how fast 30 minutes yeah. goes. Um, and I did share uh, your website, but I'm going to share it on the screen again. Go to www.amspirit. That's a m as in Mary spirit.com. But where else can people find you um, if they want to connect with you, Frank? You know, the easiest way would be I have a website out there, frankagan.com. It lists all the books I've written, it lists my podcasts, it will take you to Amspirit, it'll take you to my LinkedIn, my Facebook, my Twitter. Uh, everybody likes to communicate different ways. I will, I will meet people where they want to meet. I don't have anything to do with TikTok yet, but, uh, uh, um, but I have lots of different ways to get a hold of me, and I'm happy to communicate with people w w however they're comfortable. I'm partially email. That's just me. Maybe I'm old school, but it's easy for me to keep track of email. It comes in on my phone. Um, LinkedIn can be a little messy messaging, but uh, you know, lots of places to find me. Yeah, there you go, frankagan.com. There you go. I, I did the work for you. I did the, the fingers, Thank did the, the typing and I put it up on awesome. the screen. Um, before I close out with a, the same question I ask of all my guests, I uh, guess at the end is I just want to remind you guys of something that I'm doing for free for the last time this year. And it's August 9th through 13th. It's my lead generation five day challenge. One of the things that I discovered, and we talked about a lot of these things today is how do you build your tribe with excellence authentically with permission-based messaging, not spammy, not pushy salesperson, which is where, again, my passion lies, is to help shift that paradigm. When you build your tribe, your email list, you know your vibe attracts your tribe. When we do it authentically, which is what I'm going to talk about over those five days, and we talk about LinkedIn lead generation, we talk about Facebook group lead generation and building your tribe and we're going to be doing it. We're going to gamify it. There's going to be um, thousands of dollars of giveaways. If you play the game, you sign up now at loiskofi.com forward slash challenge. You'll even get some, some free coaching and um, tidbits leading up to August 9th. But that's the first day of the challenge. And the ultimate end result is to generate 100 quality leads. So it could be your dream 100. 
It could be a hundred lead generation conversations. It could be a hundred people in your email list, whatever you decide, you'll, you'll make that goal um, when you start the challenge. But that's my passion to help you be able to do this with excellence and help you um, get that income to five figures a month faster through permission-based messaging. So I just want to say thank you again, um, Frank, uh, for being here today. And I always close with the same question because Healthy and Wealthy and Wise is the name of my podcast for a lot of deep, deep reasons. It's a very personal for me. When you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, what does it mean for you? Uh, you know, healthy, wealthy and wise, um, you know, those are all tied together. Uh, someone asked me years ago what my what my number one goal is. We were, we were at kind of a, it was a, a retreat and there were all these little cards and, you know, climb this mountain. People wanted different things, be independently wealthy. And there was one card there that said, um, be fit. And that was the one I grabbed. I want, you know, and I, and I just thought, you know what, all these other things don't matter unless you're fit. You know, you can't earn, you know, you can't learn unless you're healthy, you know? Um, and so you, I think you have them in, well, I think you have them in two thirds the right order. Healthy, wise, and wealthy doesn't sound as well, but, uh, but, but healthy needs to be the first part. You need to be healthy. You just absolutely do. I love it. And what you do contributes to that, you know, connections, guys, connections, no one succeeds alone. That brings health. And then of course the wealth and the wisdom by exchanging ideas, exchanging referrals. It's, it's, it's not always about the money, right? It's about the, the social capital and the relationship. So thank you again. Thanks. I want to shout out to Rosie um, Pina. I don't, I'm not even going to try that last name, Rosie, cause I know I'm going to butcher it. Thank you so much for tuning in and tuning out. And again, guys, if you saw value in this today, please hit the share button right now and share this amazing uh, message with people. And if you're hearing this later and you haven't already done so, please join us inside the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook group where Frank and all of our amazing guest speakers um, are there along with uh, over a thousand like-minded people at the time of this recording that are go-givers and here to support you to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. See you guys next week. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.